Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name is Jessica, and I'm an addict. My clean date is February 10, 2021. I attend meetings in the Suncoast area of Florida and my home group is Fresh Start. October 18th, faith when times are tough. Getting through hard times strengthens our faith. Living clean, chapter one, growing pains. Getting those first 30 days clean is a milestone for many reasons, not least of which is that it gives us some resolve to get 31, then 32, and so on. We didn't think we could, but here we are, and the unpredictable journey continues. As difficult as that period of time may have been, we are going to need the faith that got us through it a day at a time, sometimes an hour or a minute, as life continues to reveal itself. We may not view practicing faith as essential to our early recovery as it's happening. In retrospect, we understand that it took faith to surrender, ask for help, and allow ourselves to be supported. Something else is revealed as well. We are stronger for it. That awareness becomes very useful when we experience life's inevitable misfortunes. We've all doubted at some point that we can make it through certain challenges clean. Death of a loved one, prison, divorce, severe illness, financial ruin, natural disasters, the list goes on. The longer we stay alive and clean, the more likely it is that we will be exposed to life's hardships. We watch others stay clean through the worst. We hear them share about the strength they've gained by relying on faith to pull through. Witnessing their resolve strengthens our own and our faith in NA. If someone else can do it, we can too. And we, who at one time were emotionally unavailable or unreliable in relationships, are now able to help people we love through their suffering. It's true that many of us have discovered that experiencing adversity can be one pathway toward gratitude, peace, and serenity. We grow through pain, but let's also be realistic about how this may manifest. Many of us will smile and have some relief to share. Others will undergo unbelievably crushing experiences that we will have to manage daily, at times, by the hour, or minute, for the rest of our lives. Most days, we will be able to get out of bed, go to work, care for our families, and help others. Some days, just continuing to stay on this earth will be the best we can offer. Recovery in NA doesn't eliminate pain and suffering from our lives, but our faith gives us a way to endure it. No matter what I'm going through, I have enough resolve to stay clean one more day. Today, I have faith in NA and in myself. Thank you for letting me read. Douglas. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is October 18th, and we're here with Michelle W. What's up, Michelle? Hi, Douglas. 
I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you didn't respond with a fuck off. <laughs> Michelle, hit us with that story real quick, if you could. Oh, Douglas. I was um, just saying that um, I'm really bad with time management. And I was rushing out to my home group and I was just having my, my dinner and I was like, I haven't got much time. Then I got this phone call and I didn't recognize the number. I was thinking it's one of these fucking uh, scammers now again, you know? And I so I just thought, right, okay. I picked up the phone. I went, fuck off. And I put the phone down again. But I could hear this little voice going, excuse me? I thought, that doesn't sound like one of these dodgy guys, you know? And I thought, oh my God. I bet it's the spad, the spad people. Uh, so I rang back and there was uh, Barb, all sweet on the end of the phone. And I said, oh, Barb, I'm so sorry. I thought it was uh, one of these uh, scanners, spanner, scanners, whatever they're called. Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah. She said, I thought you were having a bad day. And I thought I'll ring you back in a month. That's so that. awesome. That's <laughs> <laughs> so Bar so 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 for the listeners, Barb and Jen are on our booking team. And so, you know, when they link up with you folks to book, you know, as a guest and stuff. And so so <laughs> Michelle, that's just that's awesome. All right. Yeah. We're gonna pivot to to the reading. Michelle, can you share your thoughts on faith when times are tough? Okay. Yeah. I looked at this reading and I've read it a few times. Um and I'd be kind of thinking, like, I've got to say something significant and all this. And then I started thinking, it's not such a big deal, Michelle. You know, just share how you normally share. And at the same time, Douglas, it is a big deal. Mm. You know, it is a big deal to be in recovery. It is a big deal to be here. I listen to these readings every day and um, I get inspiration from them. And um, I suppose for me as well, um, I, I'm now coming up to, I'd be 18 years in recovery in February. And that's a, that's a big deal. You know, it took me a long time to get into recovery. I was a long time in active addiction from an early age. Um, and for years I was using and I was really like wrapped in cotton wool emotionally and spiritually. Mm. Um, I was numb, you know, that, that feeling of, of numbness, um, and when I did come into the rooms, it took me a good long time to be present. Uh, I couldn't hear what was being said. I was like judging people, you know, looking at people, thinking things like, no, they didn't use. Um, I, I was just thinking earlier things like, I remember seeing one girl in the rooms and she had an ironed blouse. And I was thinking, yeah. Nah, yeah. no way. <laughs> She's undercover. <laughs> so you know, well, that's the, the thing too, Michelle. Is, is like folks who, you know, that too that that look that look like, hey, I I'm, I don't think that that they ever use like me. You know that one. But then also too is like the people who who have these um, magnificent stories of of like things that they've done and and these life experiences. When I would hear that. I was so disconnected from that. I didn't have mm. shit in the terms of life experience, going there, doing this, anything like that. So, so you're right. Like the, the look wise disconnected. And then sometimes like what they're talking about in their life experience whoosh, couldn't be further away from that. Yeah. That, that's how it was for me as well. Um, yeah. It, it took a long time for, for, if you like the veil of illusion to lift 
for me. Um, you know, the things of, I suppose, starting to feel, feel the feelings, you know. I had about, um, I think, five months clean, and then I went to a treatment centre um, wh where I thought as well that they were going to teach me how to use properly, you know, say so that I could have a bottle of wine at the weekend <laughs> and a joint or something, you know. They, and they didn't like, do that? That's not what no, happened? No, they didn't do that. No, Douglas, they didn't do that. Um, so, yeah, I had no ideas. I, I was just kind of... Uh, and another thing with me is um, I had had a court case and unless I stayed clean, I was on probation for five years, I would have gone to prison. So this was another thing is that um, this um, was that it, it kept me in the rooms, you know. Um, I, I like I'll do this for five years, and that's it. They can fuck themselves, you know. Yeah. Um, so your mindset uh, was, I'm going to comply with what I need to do legally, but then after that, like I'm not, you know, th this clean life. Then your thought was, like, then this clean life isn't for me, and and I'm assuming that that the awakening of the spirit happened within that five years. Yeah, for sure. I I remember as well. I I used to go to another fellowship. And they used to say to you to get on your knees in the morning, you know, and, and pray to the God of your understanding, pray to your higher power. And I was like, yeah, fuck off, you know. I grew up in a house that was um, very religious. And, you know, a, a big thing, I always share this as well, Douglas, is when I was 10, my mother died and she was very religious. So I was brought up in a house that we used to go to mass. We used to, you know, mm. there was novenas flying around the place. And mm. my mother was praying to, you know, all these deities. And and I kind of lost my faith then, you know, in the God of my understanding, because the God of my understanding had taken my mother away from me. And she was very loyal to that God. Mm. Um, and I was kind of, and fuck you, you know, mm. what about me? I need her. Um, so I had that attitude. I, I had different than, I don't know if you'd call it spiritual beliefs, but when I was using, you know, I'd be using different things to get me to a place of feeling connected, maybe. Yeah. You know, that that's what we were looking for, wasn't it? An active addiction as well, escapism, and to feel some connection. You know, that that's how I felt. Um, but yeah, I was very resentful against the God that, I grew up with you know um and then there's a story I went back to college and um there was a the guy the principal of the college who he had real really bad anger issues and I'd go and see him like I had some things to sort out finances of paying for college and things and he'd start going red in the face and shaking and he used to scare the shit out of me you know and sometimes I used to fantasize of like, oh, I just love it. You know, I'd go off into a space. This is when I just got clean of if he just clutched his heart and fell on the floor and started going ambulance. And we go, sorry, I can't hear you. you know? <laughs> um, but this fear of this man and, and what he triggered in me, um, it, it took me to a place of so much fear and um I just didn't know what to do. I would have used on that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, 
and I suppose that's when I, I surrendered as well. And, and I, I did, I felt had a spiritual awakening um, and a connection with a higher power. And I'd done all the things that were suggested. I did start to go on my knees. I did start to say prayers, my own prayers sure. to get connection. Um, and it worked for me. Um, and then after a bit, I thought, oh, fuck that. you know, I've got a good few years. I don't need this kind of shit. You know, I'm quite advanced. Okay. That kind <laughs> of uh, feelings <laughs> of grandeur, spiritually advanced. Uh-huh. And by God, did that bite me in the ass, you know? Um, recently as well, you know, I just started doing my steps again uh, with a new sponsor in the last, um, I don't know, the last few months. And yeah, bloody step three. You know, as well, when you're thinking like, this will be grand, you know, I'll go through these steps again. And um, God almighty, you know, I was in an awful bad place with step three, surrendering. And um, and then I had this idea of, Michelle, maybe you should get on your knees and start praying again and surrendering, surrendering mm-hmm. uh, to a higher power and handing your day over in the mornings. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. So I started doing that. And and things feel a lot better, you know. Um, and then, you know, yesterday morning, I was a bit late going on my knees. And I had that idea of, yeah, maybe I don't need to do that anymore. You know, really. It, it's isn't a bit that too- the craziest shit that hits our head? It's like, look, something's <laughs> working. You know what I mean? It, and that's, how, that's the pattern I've identified too, Michelle, really. Like, oh, this is working. This is working. I should probably stop. <laughs> it's like the damnedest yeah. thing, but it happens, you know, it happens so yeah. much. So, so Michelle, so it, if, if, if you're bringing all this in, right, you're bringing that, 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 um, the anger at the higher power, you know, about the death of your mother at 10 and, you know, and all that stuff. And that stuff just doesn't dissipate. You know, the moment we say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm walking into NA, like we bring yeah. all that with us, you know, to work through. Then you had the experience with the with the the principal or the headmaster, whatever it is that elicits that, and you and you see yourself. I'm not getting high. I didn't get you know you went through something very painful. Didn't get high. Were were you able to like where were you at with sharing about that like at a meeting level? Did, were you at that time hearing other people talking about fears and hurts and pains of the past? Um, like how did you make that connection to say? you know what, maybe I can share through this and not say, man, fuck this and let me go get high. Well, I suppose, you know, the saving grace, um, Douglas, was that I was on probation for five years and I couldn't use. So I couldn't use, you know, and and I did have this idea of I'll do this for five years and then, you know, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, But I suppose, you know, you start to open up, don't you? you know, how recovery affects you. Um, And I was always given the gift of being able to share honestly. I I always trusted NA. You know, I may not like individual members or, but I I believe in the spirit, you know, of NA. I I believe in it strongly. Um, And I suppose as well, um, as time has gone on, I know like that story you tell about this too shall pass, Mm. you know, I know this too shall pass and no matter what I cannot use, I cannot use, 
you know it, it's growing pains isn't it look i'm right with you no matter what happens today i'm not using it. i mean i'll no. take it from there yeah i'm right with you yeah. michelle look i have to apologize i was laughing so much about the story you told about telling you know telling our book and team tell barb to fuck off and then she was like oh okay i'll, I'll just call you next month or so i was laughing so much at the beginning of the episode that i i have forgotten uh to ask you clean date where you attend meetings and could you please give your home group a shout out okay then i knocked you off there a bit douglas so my clean date is the 14th of february 2005 um my home group is the kinsale uh wednesday eight o'clock meeting in cork in ireland um, and then I go online almost every morning for the Serena 11 meeting as well. Um, is that it, Douglas? Is That's that it. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm -hmm.